Here's your halftime snack, kids. Yes! Go-Go Squeeze. That's the best. It tastes great, it's fun, and I can toss them on my back for practice. Then just squeeze and bam! I'm ready to get back on the field. I always say yes to Go-Go Squeeze for the halftime snack. There's no artificial anything. Made from 100% all-natural fruit and with over 25 flavors, Go-Go Squeeze gives the kids the fuel they need to explore, play, and just be kids. Go-Go Squeeze. Fruit on the go pouches. Discover what we're made of. Click the banner to see all our great flavors. Yo, everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo, Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Sappho Podcast. Coming to you today live from my studio, apartment here in New York City. I'm not sure how this is possible, but the legend, the icon, Hall of Famer Dick Vitale is on the Mike Sappho Podcast. Dick Vitale waits for no man, so let's put him right on the horn. Dickie B, what's going on, baby? Well, you know, Mike, certainly a big celebration time for New York City. I'm happy for Joe Girardi. He, he took so much heat after really messing up, and he did mess up, and he admitted it like a man, which is a sign of a great leader for not questioning and not challenging the call and the hip batter. But that's history. They came back. They won three in a row and did a great job with his leadership skills. And uh, I just hope the Yankees reward him with a nice multi-year deal because he deserves it. Well, I think he survives. And Dickie B, you might have been reading my tweets. Being, I was a little angry at Joe Girardi after uh, game game two. So you might have been reading my tweets. I'm one of the typical angry Yankee fans at uh, Joe Girardi. Well, you know, a lot of uh, angry Yankee fans, and he was probably angry himself. Was probably his wife was angry with him as well. You know, <laughs> I mean, these things happen. You make mistakes. I make mistakes. But you got to be able to owe up to it. And he owed up, owed up to it like a man. He said, I screwed up. I think people realized that his players went out and played their hearts out for him, and they went three in a row against a really terrific team. I mean, they beat a terrific team. Uh, Dickie B, you liked him against the Astros? Who are you picking? You know, I'm going to go with the Yankees. I really am, even though I like that Astro ball. Well, I just think this team might be a team of destiny. I really do. Uh, a lot of young guys. This is not a Yankee team when the season started. That a lot of people had so much uh, in the world of expectations like Yankee teams in the past. You look at the young players, I mean, it's incredible what they've gotten out of guys like Judge and Sanchez and Bird and what about Gregorius, you know? I'll never forget when Derek Jeter stepped down, everybody said, oh, man, we are going to call at shortstop. That'll be impossible to to fill. And there's no question Derek's a Hall of Famer, first ballot. But what Gregorius has done, I mean, they've never had a power guy at shortstop like this guy. This guy, I mean, what he did yesterday is incredible. Two home runs, base hit. But he's been doing it all year. He's been a solid hitter the entire year. He's been a solid defensive player as well. I'm telling you, they got a great future. And that's why I don't think Girardi, some people think he's going to walk away from the Yankees. I mean, they're going to want him back, obviously. But I don't think he'll walk away. I think that the Yankees' future is so bright. And now, Dickie V, your Notre Dame fighting Irish, they're 5-1. 
college basketball right around the corner. What a good time to be alive, isn't it? It's a good day to be alive. Well, you know, I, I think it's always a good time to be alive. I try to enjoy it. Every <laughs> day, I mean, I try to every day to its fullest. I play tennis this morning, singles. I do a lot of motivational speaking. I'm going up to Orlando today. Uh, I'm going to meet actually for dinner tonight with a former uh, uh, NBA coach, Richie Adamato, who's a Jersey guy. And we're going to have some Jersey stories. They're going to be rolling, man, tonight. <laughs> Now, Dickie V, I live and breathe Kentucky basketball. It consumes my entire life, for better or for worse. Let's talk about Calipari's reloaded catch this year. We got Green, Diallo, Kevin Knox. What's your assessment for BBN? Well, you know, the BBN, Big Blue Nation, going to be what they always are <laughs> Calipari, a threat to win it all. That doesn't mean you win it all, but look at it. He's got so many great players over the years. He's got one title to show for it. Because people don't realize when you talk in college basketball how difficult it is to win a national title. Because you have one bad night, party's over. It's not all of the NBA where you got, you know, four out of seven. You could have a bad day or two. You have one bad day, man, in college basketball, and you're gone. Somebody on the other club is getting really on fire shooting the three. Somebody's really forcing turnovers, getting easy layups. I mean, those things happen in a one-game scene. But they'll be right there in the hunt all year long. I would say simply right now, if I went to my Vital Ball Dome Index, my VBDI, <laughs> they would be in my top five along with Duke. And certainly uh, Kansas would be right up there as well. Michigan State is going to be loaded this year. Arizona, we don't know about the scandal, the effect that might have on their program and team. But uh, on paper, they look really good. Villanova's going to be dynamite. So it should be a great, great year from that basketball standpoint. It's a really sad year when we factor in what's happened in some of the programs out there with the cheating and with the shoe companies involved and sleazy guys. I mean, I don't know how some of these assistants could look in the mirror each and every day. Mike, it, it just blows my mind. I, I read where Chuck Person, for example, who made $25 million playing basketball, outstanding shooter, the rifleman. He takes 91000 alleged, and I say alleged, by the FBI yeah, in their report with undercover people, etc. He took 91000 they said, to deliver two Auburn players to an agent. That's sleazy. That's like selling players, man. Selling players. I mean, it's like prostitution. I, 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 my stomach churns to even think that coaches who are entrusted with young kids, trying to make young kids better people, that's their job, to make them better people and to conduct themselves like that. If that stuff is all valid, fire them all. Get rid of all of them. It's embarrassing because it's such a pure, beautiful sport, and then this happens, and it, it breaks your heart. Like, Listen, I'm one of the Kentucky guys who still loves Patino. I still – listen, I don't like Louisville. I respect what Coach P did for us. And to see him on there and do the walk of shame, it, it breaks my heart. It sucks, Dickie V. It sucks. Well, I just talked to Rick about 10 minutes ago. We spoke on the phone at length. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more playing out that uh, will happen. I know Monday there's going to be a big announcement coming out of Louisville. But uh, I will tell you this. I know nobody wants to hear this. But I say that coaches don't always know – what all their people are doing. They say that's impossible. Oh, really? My answer to that is very simple, Mike. A coach is in charge of 15 players, managers, staff, assistant coaches. They don't live with them 24-7. And I just simply say to every parent that might be listening, moms and dads have one or two children, and they don't know what they're doing all the time. So how's a coach going to know 24-7? Now, Rick Pitino vehemently, he just did it a little while ago. He vehemently 
vehemently denies any knowledge whatsoever reported by the FBI report about 100,000, the player that they ended up recruiting. He denies any any involvement, any shape or form when they had to escort charges. He said a couple of assistant coaches have gone bad, and I have to pay the price for it. And if that's true, it's sad. It's sad. He said, check this out. 31 assistant coaches I have coached. We're all coaching, doing great jobs. Billy Tubby Smith, Kevin Willard, Seton Hall. He said, all those guys work for me and know I preach to them daily about following the rules. So, again, uh, you know, I know everybody wants to convict him, and he, he got fired. He was fired basically because of all the controversies in the past. You know, that woman in a restaurant sexually, uh, none of that stuff helps. The perception, the whole bit. And he made a major mistake there, and he paid the price for it. But uh, the guy can coach. The guy can flat-out coach. There's no doubt. Nobody can doubt that. Now, Dickie, I know I only have two more minutes. Two quick questions. One game, the legendary Dick Vitale wish he could have called live. Oh, man, one game. Jimmy V, man, winning that game at the buzzer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jimmy V, dancing, looking for someone to hug, beating five slammer jammer, Houston. With Olajuwon and with Trexler. Wow. How about one player you thought was going to be like a special, life-changing player, but for some reason or another, it didn't happen. He didn't live up to any of the hype that you thought he was going to be a special 15-time All-Star. Was there one player that never lived up to your expectations? Well, you know, that, that's a real tough question there. Uh, because the guys that I've liked have definitely lived up to, to what I've wanted. Uh, my favorite player, if I could have coached the guy I would have loved to coach, is Irvin Magic Johnson because he played with such passion and feeling and just had such pride about winning, and he could play any position on the floor. I don't care where you played him. I'm not saying he was the greatest of all time, but for me, he was one I would have liked to coach. As far as one who did not live up, those the expectations that maybe that we had uh, well uh i could say maybe a kid i coached in high school who unfortunately took a bad bad road got involved with drugs ended his life uh with drugs overdose etc and just sad uh when i think of him because he was such a great kid when i initially met him leslie Kason, six foot ten and a half led us to two state championships, and I had such expectations for him, unreal. I thought he was way ahead of his time. He was doing what Kevin Durant was doing as a ninth grader when he started playing for a six, ten and a half, play on a perimeter, shoot the jump shot, and to see his life go the way it did has been one of my major, major disappointments in my life. Now, Dickie V, I have the opportunity, and I'm so lucky I get to interview celebrities and athletes, authors, whoever, and the question I always uh, end the podcast with is if right now me and Dickie V are out and you want to impress the whole bar, who's the coolest person in your phone that you can text that would text you back? And I know you have a Rolodex. So who's the coolest person that you wrote to them to they write back who, to you? Who's the coolest one he'll call me back? Kenny Chesney, man. Yes. Kenny Chesney. <laughs> I love Kenny. He's one of the great entertainers. I don't care, you know, I love all kinds of Lionel Richie. I just went to see Lionel recently. Uh, I love all kinds of music, but I became friends with Kenny, and he's just a special dude, man. He really, uh, he never forgot where he came from, and he is cool to deal with. Let me say this, you know, Kenny came to one of my big galas. I want to close with this, Mike. Nothing dearer to my heart 
than kids helping them battling cancer. I went to a hospital yesterday and visited a bunch of kids, and I could just tell you this. I have a gala every year, and we raise money. We've raised $21 million so far at my gala to help kids battling cancer through the V Foundation. Anybody would like to join me and be on my team and help me, just go to DickVitalOnline.com. DickVitalOnline.com. You'll see a picture of me with a bunch of youngsters who are cancer survivors. You hit that picture, and you can make a donation, and it goes through the V Foundation. Let's help kids. They need help, man, badly. Dick Vitale, to talk to you on the phone is an absolute pleasure. My friend, thank you so much. Oh, thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate it, buddy. I'll talk soon, my friend. Thank you. Bye, Dickie V. How the hell does Mike Sappho get to talk to the legend Dick Vitale? To say that was something I've always dreamed about, I've always dreamed about him calling my name as I'm running down the floor, down two points in Rupp Arena and draining a three-pointer, and him calling me a PTP or, or a diaper dandy. Didn't happen. I guess I'm uh, didn't live up to the expectations I had when I was playing NBA Jam as a kid. I was supposed to do, or I wanted to do, like 45 minutes with Dick. We talked on the phone right before the podcast. He was awesome. He's doing a million things today, and I actually hit him up last minute to do the show. So we're actually going to do a part two episode one day next week. Uh, coming up this week, we have the ESPN FC guys. They do a great podcast called Cold Offside. They're coming on to talk about the, the embarrassment, this, the USA men's soccer. And Wally Matthews, famous New York Yankees uh, writer, he's coming on probably tomorrow to talk some Yankees. Anyway, this is part one of Dick Vitale. We'll do two separate podcasts just to people think uh, if people don't like this one, they can just listen to the first 15 minutes and delete it. But we're doing part two next week. Everyone, thank you. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Safo, M-I-K-E-S-A-F-O. Go to Dickie V's page. Dick Vitale, man. How can you beat that? Thank you, everybody.